0: Hello, and welcome back to the OTRS podcast. My name is Melina Wilson. I'm with the PR department. And on today's show, we have a really interesting guest that I'm excited to share with you. His name is Niels Leidick. He's the product manager at OTRS. And here he is here to tell us all about BPM. We'll dive into that in just a second. But first, Niels, welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little about yourself?
1: Hi. Yes, of course. Uh, first, thanks for having me. And... Um... Yeah, so I've been with OTRS for 12 years and currently I'm the product manager for the OTRS solution. Prior to taking this uh, role, I worked as a consultant for many years where I worked hand in hand with our customers around the world. I was helping them to get the most value from OTRS. During this time, I gained a lot of experience in the area of usability and service management, ITIL, and of course also BPM.
0: That sounds wonderful and of course you're coming to us from Germany. Uh, is that right? Can you tell us a little bit about your hometown?
1: Um, yeah, today I live in Germany in the city of Wuppertal um, and that is known for its uh, upside-down trains, if you heard about this. Yeah, from my home office I balance the needs of my family with two children, um, with my own interests and hobbies and um, strive to manage OTRS product development in a way that provides the best value for our customers.
0: Absolutely. And so uh, today we're going to be diving a little bit into BPM, which for those of you at home who are listening and may not know, uh, BPM stands for business process management. So Nils, can you explain what exactly that is?
1: Yes, of course. So even if you always hear um, these two topics first, BPM is definitely more than just process diagrams or automation. Um, For me, Process management is a discipline that enables, um, so it enables cross-functional communication. I see a process diagram like an artist's painting or a for forecast. So if you show it to someone, everyone can and has something to say about it. So as soon as such conversations about processes take place, people can talk to each other who otherwise might not understand each other at all just um think how many people come to an art exhibition for example to talk together about the same painting so and as a consultant or generally as a as a listener in such an exchange you can very quickly find out which activities are uh, duplicated in a process which are superfluous or disturbing or simply exists for their own sake for example just for the sake of puzzling which is indispensable and very valuable in private life, but not so much in business. And since processes are lived by the participants in a process and can only be changed there, um, the changes that come from such insights into processes contribute directly to the quality of the services that use the processes.
0: And one of the things that sort of helps to optimize, uh, arguably, would be the business process management software, also known as BPMS. Can you tell us a little about that?
1: Uh, Yes, yes. So business process management software helps organizations to document tasks and activities that keep things running smoothly by using diagramming and process automation tools. BPM software is the tool that must be in place to enable the optimization of services in the first place without the documentation and the historical storage of processes that have already been run, any talk of optimization is really just like a blind flight.
0: That makes makes a lot of sense. And so recently, uh, for those at home who may not know, OTRS Group conducted a uh, survey. We call it our OTRS Group Spotlight on BPM. And we talked with 500 employees from different companies, and that's in Germany, US, Brazil, Mexico, Singapore. So it was really sort of a global survey. And in that survey, we found a total of 63% of respondents stated that workflows and processes had improved in their company during the pandemic, which is pretty interesting. Um, so with those figures, it sort of ranged from 53 to 78%. So really, we found that the pandemic impacted BPM positively. So Niels, can you explain maybe why you think that is?
1: Uh, Yeah, companies today are more flexible and technology driven and have had to rethink the way they do their business. In addition to optimizing processes, this uh, also includes, and, and probably, especially in these unusual times, the digitization of processes quite simply in order to remain competitive.
0: Absolutely. You know, everyone's working from home and uh, OTRS has been doing that for a little while. But for many other companies, that was a brand new concept of having remote workers. So uh, they have to they have to be flexible and jump in in order to remain competitive, for sure. For most of our respondents in the survey, the main benefit of an automated process is the fact that it's time saving. So that was at 27 percent of people said that. Um, And the next one down is cost saving. So Niels, can you maybe explain a little bit about why that would be?
1: Well, this is actually obvious to me. Um, If unnecessary activities or just the number of handover points of tasks are reduced, the time that a process needs to generate a benefit is also reduced. So this recovered time um, can then be used for creative and innovative tasks, which ultimately keeps the company competitive and drives revenue freedom for success. That describes it best, I think. So we in OTRS, we want to give our customers exactly this freedom.
0: I completely agree. Uh, So in that vein, can you give us some real-life examples of how an automated process uh, has saved someone time or the way the other business owners can see how this might work for them?
1: Uh, Yes, I have a great story that I always like to share about this. I was with a customer a few years ago who has um, two factories. Um, So the factories are about um, just something like two kilometers away from each other. The customer is a a a long-standing, medium-sized and family-owned company that manufactures custom metal tools for specific machines and needs. So the company consists of about 400 employees and only two of them are working in IT. Um, it's only one person per factory right (laughs) Um, now uh, for example when a new employee was hired um, then paper documents were um, shuttled back and forth between the factories on a on a small motor scooter by interns Um, that also almost queued and and worked for many many years but um, suddenly there were contact restrictions and home office um, so this blocked all processes and even made some operations impossible. IT could no longer provide on-site services, and HR department needed weeks to gather all the information for a new employee. They had to send stuff to the to the home office and back to the company. The use of OTRS there was a huge change for them, which of course also had to be accompanied by change management. Today, however, delivery orders and fault reports and change requests and similar documents, they are exchanged digitally between the factories via OTRS. And through various discussions about the processes required for all of these tasks, over time all areas in the company have become more efficient and, above all, much more customer friendly, despite the often criticized digitization and automation in the customer service area.
0: That is so interesting that there can be such a company that was so reliant on paper still you think you know maybe it's just because of the nature of our work but you think that in 2022 uh, everything would be online but you're totally right there's so many companies out there that still heavily relied on paper and when the pandemic hit, getting paper back and forth became much more of a hassle. So it makes sense that something like automation would, would make a big difference for a company like that. So what are some other reasons companies should have uh, BPMS in place?
1: Yeah, so um, looking at the survey, uh, more than 71% of the respondents could confirm that the efforts they have made to implement the automated processes have brought the desired return on investment. So that is currently a great reason.
0: I completely agree. I think that bottom line really, if you can see an improvement with that with something that's so efficient, why not do that? 71% is pretty overwhelming for sure. So at what point in a business's growth and development does it make sense to kind of let go of the natural processes and start investing in automation? Um, and what can business owners kind of be on the lookout for to know when that timing is right?
1: Yeah, this is a very good question. So I personally often start with customers by finding out which measuring points um, the company needs to achieve a goal. Um, for example, a curtain level of service quality. So if these KPIs cannot be named uniformly by the employees and the management and they do not agree about what is important in a process or uh, if the needed data simply cannot be queried in the current situation, that's then the point where the process should be formalized in a diagram and then implemented in a tool like OTRS and then automated piece by piece.
0: Absolutely. And so obviously the, f- the pandemic forced a lot of companies to do what they had to do to survive, but outside of such crazy circumstances which we hopefully won't see again for a very very long time uh, how often should companies reevaluate their bpm and how would they go about that
1: yeah very very important question so with bpmn um, as with many many other disciplines it is advisable to strive for continuous improvement the process or all processes actually should be checked again and again not just whether the process still makes sense or pursuing the right goal but also whether, for example, new technologies or new knowledge can be integrated into the process. So a good process governance can control such a cycle. Uh, In fact, even this cycle can in turn be mapped into a process in a tool like OTRS. As a rule, such a process begins with the activity of process inventory, Um, so understand which processes do you actually have and and what's your knowledge about these processes
0: So constant reevaluation is basically the most efficient way to do that So who in a company's organization would typically take the lead on reevaluating their business processes
1: yeah, that depends very much on the on the type on the size and the culture of the company. You can't always make a, a valid statement um, so to find a good starting point, I recommend first of all to determine who is responsible for which process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then each company has to decide for themselves whether the the administration and optimization of of the process should be organized on a on a federal basis or, in a central location or maybe even with an an external um, service supplier. So when you are just starting with, with BPMS, then it's important to have a facilitator and an expert on the tool with you for these conversations.
0: That makes sense for sure. So, you know, every company has a different way that they structure things. And if there isn't a clear person to do it, it might be a good idea to look to an expert. Um, especially to get you started. Uh, And as you know, so the pandemic has pushed a lot of businesses to consider remote work as we talked about. So not surprisingly, our survey found that actively enabling and working on good remote workflows was seen as the biggest process improvement success factor across all respondents. So that's pretty much worldwide. So do you think businesses are going to continue to embrace that remote business model moving forward? Or once things kind of hopefully get back to normal, do you think maybe they might drop to a partially remote model? What do you think for that?
1: Uh, that's very simple for me. I'm, I'm pretty sure it will stay that way to a large extent. Yeah.
0: And I, I think I agree with you on that. I think now that people have gotten a taste of what it's like to work from home, I could see a lot of people wanting to stick with that. So how do you think business process management will be affected by future remote work?
1: Yeah, I think that the way people will deal with the processes and the tools will change. Um, So the the communication will take place on another level. Instead of exchanging, talking about individual steps in the process, there will be uh, much more discussion about things that are really business relevant or customer relevant due to the elimination of manual steps. So just imagine that you no longer need to worry about the what do we have to do about it, but only about the how do we get there. Then you would hold completely different meetings talking about um, optimization.
0: Yeah, simplifying things as far as Knowing what your next step is, I think, is always advantageous. And uh, so what do you expect to see in terms of BPM this year? You know, it's a new year. Any trends you've noticed coming up or maybe some predictions?
1: This is what the survey found. So most, that's like more than 31%, agreed that the BPM will get more attention and budget. Um, More than 25% even said that data-driven process management will become a reality. More than 24% expect process automation supported by artificial intelligence to increase and more than 80% think that a focus on customer service will drive BPMN.
0: Yeah, it was a very interesting survey considering, you know, the pandemic kind of changed everything, but I think we've really touched on some good points here uh, regarding business process management and BPMS. So before I let you go, do you have any words of wisdom or tips or advice that you can share with our listeners in regards to BPM?
1: Yeah, of course there there are many, but if I have to choose one, I can only recommend to not include any business logic into the process flow. So I think only in this way and really only in this way can you as a company remain uh, agile and adaptable, even with many processes. And that is a huge advantage.
0: I completely agree. And listeners, if you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed, you're still not quite sure how exactly to get a jump on BPM. Well, don't worry, we can definitely help you out with that. We have plenty of experts on staff, just like Niels. And if you head over to otrs.com, you'll find more information there. You can take a look at our survey, all that good stuff. Plus, you can always reach out and we can help you get started. So thanks so much for listening and we hope to see you again soon.